Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, next week I have Caitlin Bristow on Rewives, but I also wanted to do a quick re-rant with her because I am getting very involved in what's going on in Hollywood with the strike, and it made me realize that we need a reality strike and a reality check. For the first time, I'm going to have a guest on a re-rant because there's something going on in the entertainment industry that is relevant. And I don't know if anyone's talking about this, but I want to talk about it and I want to introduce it as a topic. So this is Caitlin. Um, what season were you on of you were on, you've been on like the best ofs and the rehashes. And so you were on the bachelor or the bachelorette first, which one? So I was season 19 of the bachelor and then season 11 bachelorette. And then I hosted two seasons, um, a couple of years ago. So you started late when it already was like sort of a produced show and, and some kinks were ironed out and people were making some money. Are you allowed to say how much money you made doing it? I have talked about that. So I, I, hired an entertainment lawyer and I negotiated because I wanted to make as much as the man made. So I said, you pay me what you paid your last bachelor. And I got close. So I think they paid the last bachelor before me 120,000. And I negotiated up to um, 100, which I think they originally wanted to pay me 60. So your first season, you were offered to be paid 60 and you ended up making 100 for the whole season. Nothing extra, right? Not extra because you went long like that. Okay. So, so nothing, you made nothing as a contestant, but this is as the lead. 
as the lead, you made nothing as a contestant. So what about later as in other jobs? Was it always around that amount uh, or was it way more no. later? It was, well, when they brought us back, so as we know, Chris Harrison left. And so they had Tasha and myself come in and they didn't want to pay us host roles. So we were labeled as special guests and mentors, but really we were hosting. So it wasn't as much money. So the most you've ever made in the Bachelor franchise is $100,000 for how many episodes of a season? 11. So you were making less than $10,000 an episode. Okay. How many people were watching this show? Um, I think my finale had 6 million. Jesus Christ. So just to give you guys the highest, you know, housewives premiere like probably ever or or finale would have been like Atlanta like 3.7 million or maybe higher like someone was getting 4 million and that's astronomical so you guys know like crappy lake just aired on bravo it got 500,000 viewers like some housewives shows get several hundred thousand viewers now and that doesn't include what the demo is which could be like 80,000 so forget that and then what about all the impressions it's got to be million tens of millions bi- the overall franchise billions of dollars in impressions and in advertising dollars okay so that to me feels like it's an exploitation and no one is talking this is what i want to talk about today. no one is talking about reality stars being exploited there's a mm-hmm. massive strike in the entertainment industry right now and mm-hmm. everybody's talking about actors performers being exploited and residuals is a big conversation. So someone who's on a television show and for years that's used and they don't make any more money. And because of streaming, they're getting paid, but they're getting paid. And then they don't get residuals because of streamers. I don't know why no one in the reality TV space has discussed this. So on my first season of housewives, I made $7,250 for an entire season. I, I don't know what it was with the reunion, but let's pretend it was 12 episodes, eight to 12 episodes. Okay. So I made pennies yeah. for being on the real housewives. It is still used today. You can go on Peacock and still watch and online and on YouTube. You can still watch me on the first season of housewives. I was made $7,250. So why is no one talking about reality talent getting residuals? Why is this whole industry only talking about paid actors? Because we've always been the losers of the entertainment industry. We've always been the pariahs and frowned upon and not respected by real actors. They think we're losers. And we're on more television than they are entertaining if more people than they are in many cases, if you're talking about 6 million freaking viewers. So is anyone talking about this in the entertainment industry? That's so interesting that you say that because I had Kristen Cavallari on my podcast um, not too long ago, and she is doing um, like rewatching The Hills and doing podcasts about it. And she was like, yeah, I just saw all these uh, seasons of The Hills and Laguna Beach are back on. And I was like, oh, are you making do you get paid for that? And she was like, no. And I started thinking about that same thing. Um But that was really as far as I took the conversation. I was just like, wow, that's weird. Um, But then I think of people like Sarah Hyland, who did how many seasons of Modern Modern Family and she's, you know, supporting the strike and everything. But now she's doing reality television where she's hosting Love Island. So I wonder if she would have a new perspective on that doing reality TV. Fascinating. So I'm here to say that, like, I want to be part of this conversation, this 
slightly hypocritical conversation that it's the biggest thing happening in the entertainment industry. And ironically, the ones benefiting right now are people in reality TV because they don't have to be on lockdown shutdown. And so that's going to be our way of like trying to shake change out of the couch because actors can't work (laughs) right now for God knows how long. But what the hell? Reality stars are the bulk of entertainment right now. We're not making any residuals. So I would like to be the face and the voice of that effort. And I probably could get far. So that's my re re rant. But like reality stars should get reality. Yeah. Reality stars should be getting residuals too. And I don't, I can't believe no one's saying anything. So I am here to say reality stars should be getting residuals too. And I, I thought about it this morning. I thought about it yesterday. I'm like, I'm definitely going live with this. It's because, like you said, all of them think of us as these losers and the bottom of the barrel people. That's probably why. I know exactly the actress that's in my mind who's a very real, famous, very high paid actress. And I remember hearing that she was like poo pooing reality stars. So I'm going to get into this and figure out how the hell we can get paid residuals, too, because it's absolute bullshit and we should shut down. We should stop shooting yeah. reality. I wonder if it's retro retroactive. If like actors right now are saying, I want the residuals I never got from all these years ago, or if it's just starting now, because I could have a windfall of cash. Like all the housewives should shut down and not shoot until they get all the money for all the episodes still being aired, or they should be taken off. The air. I actually take agree it with off you. the god take it off the goddamn air because I'm not getting paid for it. So, yeah, because it's not like we're not working hard for that. It's not like we're not putting in all of the hours and time that the same way that actors. Of course, we don't have the skill that actors do, but we still have our own talent in our own ways. And you obviously business owners, just because we're reality stars doesn't mean we don't have other things going for us that we're working hard for. Wait, what? not even a question. We're entertaining. We're providing entertainment value. That's an yeah. asset. And right now I could tell you that if if a paparazzi wants to use your if I want to use a picture that a paparazzi took, I have to pay for it. Okay. Yeah. If, if someone wants to use my name and likeness to promote a mascara, they have to pay me to use my name and likeness. Why are all these, we signed away our name and likenesses. We not knowing that this would go on for the end of time and it's not right. So I'm going to talk to the powers that be about this and see what I've got going for myself. So I'll include you and let you know, Please. but it's total bullshit and we should be, have our own, union or alignment or alliance that says no we're fucking stopping and i want to find out see if you can we have to figure out who's shooting now you got to go with like what productions are up and shooting now and i bet you we could get a lot done i could start just with bravo i could start small i could be like anybody shooting a bravo show right now should shut down and stop shooting until we get paid for the residuals from years ago I'm going to message Rob Mills at ABC and we're going to get going on this. Well, let's 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 get, get organized before. You know what I mean? Like, OK, okay well, so let's try I, to do it. Let's do it with ABC and Bravo. So start yeah. small with ABC and Bravo that like just go look around and see what is being. Sh- oh, you mean you're going to find out who's shooting right now? Not you're telling him this whole thing right, right. now. Right. Oh, yeah. OK, yes. <laughs> so go find out what is currently in production right now. And I'm going to find out what's currently in production for Bravo right now, because unless I'm missing a blind spot, and this is not a good point, this is brilliant. All right, I'm going to get into this today. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. So that was my rant, and I just wanted to bring you along. I love your rants. I feel honored that I just got to come along on a rant with you. (laughs) Like an original idea in real time. So amazing.
Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.